Good evening. We are once again at Hudson's Bluff overlooking the point. Say hello, brother. Welcome back to Sweatin' Flies and Telling Lies. Today we are going to review one of Adam's favorite zombie movies of all time, which is... This is Zombie, 1979, directed by an Italian director named Lucio Fulci. Yes. So for you horror buffs out there, you're going to love this. And if you're just kind of on the fence, I think you're going to want to check this movie out. <laughs> yeah, by far. One of the best zombie movies I've ever seen. It, um... It, it, so I watched it today and some of it is just the way they did their zombies made me cringe because it just looked painful <laughs> in yeah. a, in a good way. Yeah. Obviously that's what they're going for, but, uh, we're going to do a review on it. Adam's going to start us off. Um, well, only thing I'll say actually how I'll get it started off is the way this movie starts is. Not like how a lot of movies start, especially even horror movies. The opening scene, it comes on. You as the viewer are literally looking that, looking down the barrel of a fucking gun. And I had forgotten that, Adam, because I don't think I watched this movie since, I don't know, 30, 35 years ago when I stayed the night <laughs> at your place. So I saw it. I was like, oh, holy shit, man. I was like, I'm kind of glad that I rewatched it and was kind of fresh on it and didn't ask you anything because what i remembered and i misremembered this shit was um so in 04 i went over to your house for dinner yeah. big surprise because <laughs> I, I, I just came to your house for dinner <laughs> I was, you would show up and say hey what's for dinner exactly exactly <laughs> hey man you're like oh bruce is here at dinner time yeah motherfucker i'm hungry man <laughs> It's in the oven. <laughs> yeah. So I misremembered it. I thought it was some old guy who came in and there was a bag over a zombie's head. And then he talked shit and shot it. That's not a, not even what happened. It's close. But all I'll say is the opening, opening sequence is you're literally looking down the barrel of a fucking revolver, right? Yep. Was it a six-shooter? Yep, it was. Okay. So. Well... First of all, you see the, the gun. He's yes. looking down the barrel. Then they cut to the zombie wrapped in a sheet. And you see the zombie is slowly starting to sit up. And then they cut back to the gun and you hear it. <coughs> the next scene, they cut right back to the zombie. And you see gore explode. Yeah. And it's they, a pretty gruesome explosion. Yeah. And you see the brains behind it. And everything just halts right there. Yes. And they cut back to the gun. And you hear, the boat can leave now. Tell the crew. Okay, that was going to be my next question because I couldn't fucking hear it that good. Mm -hmm. So that's what he said. Okay. Now, like I said, I totally misremembered. I thought they were in a cabin and an old guy just kind of walked in and bang, shot this motherfucker. Wasn't the case, man. So the movie starts. And what I didn't know up until... I rewatched it again today, and now you just heard Adam. Is they're on a fucking boat? They are actually on an island. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. It is a fucking island. Yep, they are trapped on an island. And what's really different about this movie is that these zombies are brought on by voodoo, and you hear the voodoo drums all through the movie. So that's what makes them re reanimate as voodoo, then. Yeah, and they don't really touch on that during the movie. Okay. They 
briefly touch on it like maybe twice yeah because when they do t- we're gonna kind of go all over the place people so just fucking bear with us um because that when i was just like okay wait a second is this is this voodoo or is this kind wait a second what's going on here so okay that answers that question yeah they're in the antilles which is uh well south atlantic it's um east okay coast of off of uh mexico so it's like east coast central america yeah yeah okay so that's the and it's a pretty graphic opening scene which i'm for i love these types of opening scenes because it lets you know it makes you uncomfortable right away and i don't know about you guys but when i'm watching a horror movie i want to be uncomfortable and i want to be scared yeah, throw a couple jokes in there to kind of break the tension if you're good at that writing. Yeah. For me, I love exactly what you said. Yeah. I do not want to see all this fucking computer animated shit. Okay, that's what I was going to touch on too was um, with a lot of today's stuff, it is a lot of... C- Even the gore is yeah. CGI and it sucks. And you could see it too, like in a show. I Like I love The Walking Dead, but you could see when they do the blood splatter when they're doing a fighting scene... You can tell it's fucking... Yeah, it's computer generated. Yeah, it's computer generated. But this is just... Every time I saw a zombie, it was just like... It made me uncomfortable in a good way. <laughs> exactly. But because it, it, it looked like the zombie skin at him, it looked like there was a layer of skin over that was a dead skin that you could almost peel off. Exactly. That's what was so beautiful about this makeup. Yeah. That's what I love so much about... That technology that they used in those movies. Yes. Because they actually had makeup effects geniuses. Yes. And it wasn't computer-generated bullshit. And so this is around the time that I don't think he... Was Tom Savini part of this? Or was he just... No, not this one. He was part of uh, George Romero. Oh, that's right. He came up under George Romero, right? right. Okay, okay. Sorry about that. We'll get back to zombies. So the next scene... Well... The cops, right? It's not, they're on a boat. Yep. There's there's a boat just kind of floating aimlessly in there's the channel a, of New York City, right? Yeah, right off of Staten Island. Okay. And it just missed the Staten Island Ferry. Okay. And, and that's why they're out there, right? That's right. Yep. Okay. So they get to this boat, right? And they go on there. There's two cops, right? There's two cops. They get on there. They do a fucking security check. And then we find out that this person on the boat was killed by a zombie, right? So, Well, when they first get aboard, the boat seems to be completely uninhabited. Yes. Like, nobody on board. And upon further exploration, a zombie busts through the door as the harbor patrol gets down into the cabin. Yes. And as it busts through the door, it jumps on top of him and it bites him on the neck. Jugular. Right through the jugular, yeah. Now, people, we're going to see a fucking few jugular attacks from these zombies. <laughs> and holy shit, is it fucking raw and fucking just super, like, uncomfortable if you're not into that. Like, it made me uncomfortable, but that's what I'm kind of looking for when I watch a horror movie. Whether it's re-watching a horror movie or going to the theater with Adam to watch a horror movie here in town. But <laughs> they go, this fucking zombie gets the jugular, right? Yep. Cop starts bleeding. His partner starts panicking, right? And then, freeze! Freeze! Stop! Stop! Turns around. 
Now, he doesn't know it's a zombie, so he shoots him in the body, what, five, six times? This zombie falls overboard, people. Boom. Goes into the water. Yes. Which, okay, you're like, zombie probably doesn't know how to swim. You're not wrong. (laughs) So then you cut to the opening credits. Yes. Well, after that, well, how about I just go into this here? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. This is one of my all-time favorite zombie movies. It's also one of many Italian giallo films. Okay, really quick with the Italians. Um, they are the ones who started the blood pack in movies, right? Blood pack. I think so, yes. Like when you get shot. Yeah. <laughs> right? And another pod... I listen to a bunch of podcasts, so that's where I get my information from and I read about different shit. Anyways, they also added uh, music. To the movies, like Spaghetti Westerns, they're the ones who added the electric guitar, heavy metal and shit, but carry on. So, as I was saying, this is one of my all-time favorite zombie movies. It is also one of many Italian giallo films. Yes. Back in the day, it was classified as one of the giallo, which is Italian for yellow, because in Europe, the most offensive movies were covered by a yellow sleeve. Yes. You go into a, a movie store, and they had... These yellow covers, they'd show you the title. Yes. But they wouldn't show you the actual cover. It was covered, right? Yep. It was just a yellow sleeve. Okay. So they called it Jello. And I posted the actual poster from this movie on my Facebook page, people. <laughs> okay. In America and Europe, these same movies were also called The Video Nasties, a title reserved for the most violent, the most offensive, the most disturbing and gory movies. Many, many of them were bound... Uh, Band around the world. Yeah. Uh, Jalo films included the works of directors like uh, The Godfather of Gore, Mario Bava. Yes. Who did movies like Blood and Black, Black Lace and okay. uh, Kill Baby Kill. His son, Lamberto Bava, made movies like Demons and Demons 2, which we have an experience, <laughs> which that, that review will probably be one of many in October. <laughs> That was one of very few movies in my life that ever made me puke. Uh, yes, which in turn made me puke because I was already <laughs> on the verge of puking. But carry on, bro. <laughs> okay, we have other directors in the giallo genre, which were like Dario Argento. Okay, that's the guy I kept getting confused with this guy. Okay. Argento made movies like The Bird with the Crystal Plumage. Okay. He made movies like Deep Red. Okay. Both great movies. Yes. Uh, if you're into this kind of a genre, these movies are spectacular. Okay. Uh, Joe D'Amato made a movie called Beyond the Darkness and then Erotic Nights of the Living Dead, which was not exactly what you think. <laughs> there are a couple of triple X scenes in the movie itself. Yeah. However, everything is basically centered around the zombies and the attacks. Okay. But there are a couple of scenes that really had nothing to do with the movie. But <laughs> people are just going at it. That's now, just, was this in the 80s? This was 82, I believe. Okay, because the, there are some... Obviously, I'm not complaining. And I didn't complain 35 years ago when we watched this. <laughs> but there's like... There is nudity. And it's woman nudity. And it just falls in line with how it was in the 80s. You know? Oh, that's why we love these movies. Yeah. So, we also move on to directors like uh, Umberto Lindsay. 
He made Black Demons, Nightmare City, Paranoia, also under the same genre as what we're discussing now. Okay. The list goes on and on. These are just some examples of the Jello movies and directors. Okay. So Lucio Fulci is a big part of this Jello directors with movies like Zombie, The Psychic, The Beyond, House by the Cemetery, and The New York Ripper, just to name a few. Okay. And I've loved every one of those. I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> if I watched those, it was I was overnighting at Adam's house or his grandma's house with him. Yep. And he would have these, like, hey, I found some new horror movies. And I'm like, okay, cool. And it's just like, damn, what the fuck are we watching, man? <laughs> I mean, I'm in, but holy shit. <laughs> From a very young age, I was into the very extreme splatter film. Yeah. Evil Dead being another. We yeah. discussed that in our last book. Yes, yes. Okay, so Lucio Fulci is the director that we'll be talking about in this episode of Swatting Flies and Telling Lies. Yes. This movie, as we said, had a pretty strong intro. You know, you talk about the revolver pointed at the camera and the body wrapped in the sheet. As it begins to sit up, cut back to the gun. Yep. And then fires up the zombie wrapped in the sheet, sending a spray of blood and gore, giving you a taste of things to come in this gory adventure. It lets you know that if, when there is a, whether it's a zombie killing a human or vice versa, these are pretty graphic and fucking... Just super gory fucking kills on each end. Yep, and that's what this director has been known for throughout his career. Yes. Even in the Spaghetti Westerns, he began this super violent, super gory oh, yeah. genre. He's also known as a godfather of gore. Okay. The zombies in this movie are brought about by voodoo, and they don't move fast. They're more of a slow, lumbering motion. So, really quick tidbit on that. A lot of people think that 28 Days Later brought the running zombies. Is that true? Actually, yeah, they did. So they were the first... That's And technically, I know they weren't zombies. They were infected, right? Yeah. But fuck them. That's a fucking zombie movie, man. It is a zombie movie. That's so, how I always say it. So, now, so they were legit the first running zombies then? Yep. Because after that, me and you watched... It's different times, so we had to wait for DVDs to come out. Then we also had to wait for either me or Adam to come to catch can to buy these movies. <laughs> exactly. So we were like, okay, there's a remake of Dawn of the Dead. We want to see this. Adam got it. They were running zombies in that one. <laughs> they were running zombies, yep. So, okay, these are walking zombies, which still cool, but... They're more of a, a slow, lumbering zombie. Until they get close to you, then it's an ambush. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'll touch on that later. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Yes. Um, for any fan of zombie films or of Lucio Fulci's films out there, this movie is totally a must-watch. Yes. This being my personal favorite. Okay. This is definitely a must-see. So, so much, so Adam's favorite, uh, we talked about this in the first podcast I did with Adam. I got Adam the Fangoria with Zombie. Yep. That's right. Yeah. So me and Adam were going through this last Christmas and just fanboying out. Like, holy shit, let's look at this page. And <laughs> totally geeking out. I loved it. Yeah. So I picked up Adam and I was like, hey, man, your Christmas present's here. I didn't think you were going to be here. So I'm just going to go ahead and give it to you because you're not going to be here. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay, cool, man. I was like, yeah, well, we'll grab some movies from my place and head back to your place. I'll check the mail. Adam checked his mail, got to my place, checked mail. I was like, all right, bro, here you go. And he opened it up and he's like, holy shit, man. <laughs> and it came into this 
um, quote unquote protective case. Yep, protective and, sleeve. And we got to Adam's house, and we we're both just kind of like, I kind of want to look in this Fangoria, bro. <laughs> and he was like, Yeah, I'm just gonna fucking open it. Do you care? And I said. It's your gift, bro. Go ahead and open it. Plus, I want to look at this Fangoria, man. This is an all-time classic Fangoria. Hell yeah. So now, what it was, it was a Fangoria from, what, 82, right? Yep. And it was it's a European one because I don't think it had made its way to America yet, right? No, it actually was in America already. Oh, okay. We just the didn't movie just... was released in 1980. Oh, Oh no no no! I meant the Fangoria magazine. Was it was it introduced into America at that point? Do you remember? I can't remember it actually. Me either. Anyways, man. So me and Adam, Adam opens up his present, and we're just like, "Oh my god!" And we start seeing these cooler ads, and then we're like, "Okay, we need to go right to the main <laughs> cover story, which is zombie." Yep, exactly. So, uh, well, there is a series of uh, zombie movies throughout. The uh, European horror films. Okay. A lot of them were falsely marketed as sequels to Romero's Dawn of the Dead, which was made in 1978. I was going to ask you that because when I looked up and did a little bit of research on this movie, it said Zombie 2, and it said it was a sequel to Night of the Living Dead. (laughs) Well, I'm going to touch on that right now. Okay. Okay. Romero's Dawn of the Dead was made in 78. Uh, Fulci's Zombie was made in 1979, but Fulci's movie was marketed as the sequel to Romero's Dawn of the Dead. Is that why overseas it was said Zombie 2 on it? Yes. Okay. And this was also against the wishes of both Romero and Fulci. This is the actual story. Okay. So, the European release of Romero's Dawn of the Dead, the film was re-edited by Dario Gento and re-scored by a European band called Goblin. Okay. And then retitled them into what you see as Zombie. Z-O-M-B-I. Okay. Following its success, Lucio Fulci's zombie film already in production was retitled Zombie 2 to appear as a sequel to Romero's movie to capitalize on the movie Zombie. Okay. Which we see, we saw in the 80s, like there would be movies similar come out same year. Yep. Like Father Like Son. Vice uh, versa. Vice versa. Big. 18 again. 18 again. Yep. Was there another one? I think that was it. Or is that just... Yeah. Either way, so it, you kind of see the trend that Hollywood does. <laughs> so Fulci was born in Rome, Italy in June 1927. He worked in a wide range of filmmaking, but is best known for his giallo and horror films. Yes. Most notably for his trilogy of The Gates of Hell. Okay. And this includes the first one, which was City of the Living Dead, which was 1980. Okay. The second was The Beyond, 1981. Okay. The third was The House by the Cemetery, also 1981. All very gory, all very violent. Is there a thread tying these three movies together? They're all kind of loosely based on the, the one before. Okay, okay. That is the trilogy that he's known for. Okay. But, of course, of all of his uh, movies, my favorite is Zombie. Yes. He is also known as the Godfather of Gore. Fulci also made another Jello movie called Lizard and a Woman's Skin. This was done in the the early 70s. Okay. In which involved mutilated dogs in a vivisection room, which I myself am not really familiar with what that is, but 
There's also, or things were so realistic that he was dragged into court and charged with animal cruelty until he was able to produce the artificial puppets, which were actually used in the film. Oh, shit, man. So everything looks so damn real. They're like, you're going to jail. Yeah. Now, that (laughs) happened to another director that did a movie called Cannibal Holocaust. Correct. That director got brought up for charges because they, back then, actually, that predates uh, Blair Witch. Yes. Um, He kept his... uh, Kept his actors out of sight. They brought him to court because they thought that... He was... made a snuff film. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, he had to bring these uh, these actors in and he was just like, you're kind of ruining my campaign, but okay. <laughs> anyway, so carry on. <laughs> that was also a very extremely violent movie. Yeah, watch that one too, people. <laughs> if, you, if you like this genre, I suggest checking that one out because you'll see some things in there that you will never see anymore. And it'll stay with you. <laughs> kind of haunts you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So this movie of uh, zombie was Fulci's international movie breakthrough. Really. Okay. It was marketed throughout Europe as a sequel to Romero's Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. He followed it up with several other horror films, also featuring zombies. Uh, from 1979 to 82 were described by his critics to be some of the most violent and gory films ever made. Okay. Some of these were his biggest hits and they were uh, City of the Living Dead. Yes. A.K.A. The Gates of Hell which was made in 1980. Okay. The Beyond 1981. House by the Cemetery 1981. The Black Cat 1981. The New York Ripper, 1982, and Manhattan Baby. Hmm. All of which were noted for their extreme content and significant amount of gore. <laughs> A lot of titties out there, people. <laughs> <laughs> Many of his movies tend to have an uh, eye injury scene, which okay. I'm sure you're familiar with this part of this movie. <laughs> okay, before we get there, um, like I said, Adam is a wealth of knowledge, especially on this genre. So... Cut to a scene in this movie, Zombie. There is a boat. They are out in front. Are they in front of New York City or are they in front of this island? Nah, which part are you talking about? The part where this lady... Okay, there's this oh, okay. beautiful... Oh, they're in front of the island of Matul. Okay, so there's this beautiful woman. And she strips down to just her skibbies. And her name is Aretta Gay. And she goes diving. Now she's just... Like I said, she's just... In her skibbies. So you, you see full frontal nudity. She goes down. She starts seeing all the beautiful stuff underwater. Well, at, you see the shark and you're like, okay, what kind of fucking shark? It's a fucking tiger shark. Right? Yes. Fucking is. tiger shark. So she goes under this fucking reef to hide. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> uh, okay, I'm talking to myself because I'm watching it today. And I'm like... What the fuck are you doing? This doesn't make any sense. Okay, I'll get a little too in the moment. <laughs> All of a sudden, you see this creepy ass fucking hand that you forgot about this zombie that fell in the fucking water. You're like, okay, bye, motherfucker. This is actually two different areas of the world. Yeah. So, either two different zombies fell in, or this motherfucker got pulled by a current somehow. <laughs> either way. 
This zombie fucking goes up. You just see the hand. And I'm like, oh shit, I forgot about this. <laughs> zombie on her, right? Yep. She barely gets away. And so at this point, you forget about the tiger shark, which by the time I watched this movie, Jaws was in my life. So now the soundtrack, when you see the, the tiger shark, isn't Jaws. Nothing is. But it still heightens your sense of like, oh shit. Why can't they hear the music? Yeah. <laughs> motherfucker, listen, motherfucker. If you just listen to me. Exactly. So you see this. And then, so I forgot about this tiger shark that quick because the fucking zombie underwater. Yeah. So what the fuck happens next, Adam? Well, actually, I was just getting to that before you, before you went off on that. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was starting to talk about uh, how most of Fulci's movies around that time range all had a severe eye injury of some kind Mm -hmm. whether it was being plucked from the head or being punctured somehow Uh uh-huh this one (laughs) this one may have been the uh, the godfather of them all because this one was so excruciatingly excruciatingly slow okay before you get to that one let's let's do this zombie okay guys this zombie is fighting a goddamn fucking shark a fuck and i watched i adam i rewound this a couple times today because i was just like oh oh okay okay and then it happened he puts his hand in one of the fucking gills of the zombie yep and he tears out one of the gills he tears out one of the fucking gills people and it's a fucking zombie fighting a shark and both both man eaters on their own right exactly so (laughs) If you guys don't watch this movie, that's cool, man. Go to YouTube and type in zombie fighting a shark. You will not be disappointed. <laughs> the zombie falls off somehow, right? The shark fucking comes back around. The zombie actually takes a bite the second time around out of the fucking shark. And the shark chomps the takes zombie's hand. Off, yeah. And this fucking green pus that comes out, I was just like, ugh. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to rewind it one more time, and I'm going to watch this one more time. So it just, it's, it's like, holy shit, I didn't know, I forgot about this part. I didn't know I needed a zombie fighting a shark, but I want another zombie fighting a shark somehow, which, which leads to gore and what Adam's talking about, the godfather of probably, it was a hard scene to watch the scene you're about to talk about. Well, it, uh, this is the part where, we have what I thought was the, one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen. Yes. Especially for her day. Yes. Her name was Olga Carlotos, the name of the actress. Okay. Very beautiful. Very beautiful woman. So she just gets out of the shower, and she already knows that the zombies are making their way yep. toward their cottage. Yep. They're, they're on, she's on the island at this point, right? Yep. And they have made, the zombies have gone from one side of the island, and they're making their way toward them. Yep. And she was just arguing with her husband, the doctor, yep. at the beginning saying, the zombies are getting closer. And, you know, they had this big fight, the big blowout fight about yep. it. So anyway, skip ahead to when she's getting out of the shower. She's drying off and she hears this noise outside. And she goes and runs over to close the door. And as she does that, a zombie hand... Disgusting hand. Yeah. Gets... Wedged in between the door and the jam there, and she's trying to close it. Yep. 
And eventually she's able to slam the door and cut the fingers off of it. Ugh. So, she's going over to close the window. And the window has these wooden shutters on it. Okay. She gets the shutters closed and she gets her to close the window. The zombie hand punches through the shutter. Ugh. Grabs her by the hair. Ugh. And starts dragging her very slowly directly toward the splinters of the wood. So, you see these splinters. I saw the splinter, and the last time I saw this specific scene was October of 2004. Um, AMC did the top 100 scares, and this was on there. And I had forgotten about it, even though I've watched it a few times, whatever. But, so... Well, in today's society... (laughs) Yeah. You know, the movie making nowadays, they would cut away to something else as this happens. But this one actually takes it four steps further. So in the last episode with Adam, I was telling you guys, it's not what you see. It's what your mind sees. It's what your (laughs) mind fucking tells you what's going on. Sometimes that's scarier. Motherfucker, not on this scene. (laughs) Yeah. The zombie continues to very slowly drag her... I directly toward that splinter of wood. Ugh. And it looks like they're going to cut away. You keep thinking, they're going to cut away, they're going to cut mm. away. And no, you see her eye gets about one inch away from that splinter of wood. Okay, they're going to cut away, they're going to cut away. No, it doesn't happen. Nope. You see the splinter actually punch uh. the eyeball and you hear this god-awful scream. It's a god-awful scream. And instead of seeing the side view... The director turns it so you're looking dead on like you're the yep. zombie pulling her. Yep. And he keeps pulling her. Yep. And then they cut to the side view and you can actually see the stick poking through the side of the eyeball. Ah. Uh, and you see the eyeball popping out. Ah. Uh, so then they finally cut away into another scene. and But that is known as one of the most violent. Well, on top of that too, they end that scene with this zombie have this lady by the hair and pulls her through the window. Yep. And then it ends. Yep. And so in, in line with, uh, I don't know what, what you want to line up next to talk about, but there is another scene where they're on the island towards the end of the movie. And this was actually the part where I was going to go right into where we were talking about the, uh, the shark. Yeah. So I'll, I'll read you what I got here for my notes. Okay. <laughs> this was another scene that really stood out for me. Yeah. Because, you know, how often do you ever get to see a, a zombie versus a shark? Yeah. Okay, crazy, yes. Ridiculous, maybe. Yeah. Fun to watch, oh, hell yeah. No. Motherfuckers, <laughs> I just told you guys, I, I had to rewind it a few times just to get my fill. This is why I was laughing when you were going on about it. I was like, oh, man, I'm almost there, man. Oh, Okay. <laughs> But again, yeah, I have never seen a movie in which a, a zombie fights a tiger shark. Yeah, ever. Again, you know, both man eaters in their own right. Yeah. But it starts with one of the main characters waiting to go skin diving. Yep. Because she wants to get pictures of the reef, all this underwater life. Yep. Okay. They pause their search for the island of Matul. They get her ready to go. Cue the gratuitous nudity. Nudity. Yep. While she's diving, she's taking pictures of the coral reef and is first encountered by a tiger shark. 
Yep. Swims up behind her. She doesn't see it right away. We see it. Oh, boy. That is and like the I, scary part right there because I swam with sharks. And, and on top of that, too, like I said, at this point in mine and Adam's life, like I said, first time I watched this movie was probably 35 years ago. So Jaws was in my life. I see this tiger shark, and I'm just like, I'm getting uneasy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> maybe it's 35. I don't know. Maybe it was 30, <laughs> let's say 32 years ago. Yeah. Whatever. Around there. Okay, so she waits for the shark to swim by. Mm-hmm. Then she swims for the service and screams to her boyfriend up on the deck. Her boyfriend was Brian. There's a shark down here. Okay, so he's a... All right, he grabs his gun. He starts trying to shoot for the shark. He, yep. He starts trying to shoot it. No Does effect. It? No effect. Shark rams the boat. Rams the fuck out of it. As that's happening, she's ducking down into the coral reef. And then... You see the zombie head reach around her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you see it from the zombie's perspective. And this is crazy because you just, you don't see, you don't expect something like this. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> you see one predator here and you think, okay, that's all I got to worry about. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you see the zombie hand reach around her, uh, grabs her, and she's trying everything she can to fight it off. Yep. And then she grabs this nice big piece of coral and just rakes it across his face. That was the only way that she was able to get away from him. I, which I thought was an awesome move on her part because she grabs a handful of it. Yeah. And it, it stops the zombie from attacking her. Yeah, exactly. It's like uh, spikes. It's yeah. Like metal spikes, the way that stuff. If you've ever stepped on coral, you understand. Ugh. <laughs> but as she gets away from the zombie, the shark happens to come back around the corner and catches the zombie. That's when they start going head to head. Yep. And that's when the zombie just looks at it and just goes right for him. Yep. He goes right for the gills. He starts trying to bite the shark. And they just go back and forth. Like I said, his hand is in the fucking gill. Yep. His fucking hand is in the gill. And that made me cringe. (laughs) I don't know why. It just did. That was such a well done part of the movie. Oh yeah. There is... Apparently the guy was a actual shark wrangler, so I don't know his name. I don't know how he did it. Oh, okay. But this was actually stuff that was really choreographed. Wow. Uh, <laughs> just for this movie. It was it, made just for this movie. And it makes it so fucking cool when you hear that type of stuff, because then you just appreciate that scene even more. Exactly. Look at how long the guy had to hold his breath. Yeah, a Holy long shit. time. This is a, like I said, guys. If you don't watch this movie, that's cool, man. But at least go to YouTube and type in "zombie fighting a shark, <laughs> tiger shark," and you will not be disappointed. That's right. <laughs> All right. So these are the few scenes that really just stood out for me. Okay. And really, all only other notes I got are yeah. Just how I love this movie. Yeah, okay, and that's I, I like that. Which I, if someone tells me to love a movie, I'm gonna listen. Yeah. You know, listen, man. Like one of my friends, uh, she loves musicals, man, and she loves the what's it called, the greatest, uh, greatest showman, the greatest showman. Yep. And it's like if I don't listen to her talk about it, man, fuck, she's passionate about it. She's a cool person. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, now my question to you then is. The, the ending scene for this. So, in an eerie part, they're on the island. And you just see, the, all of a sudden, the characters are there. And, like dipshits, 
the couples break up. Mm-hmm. Meaning one couple goes here and one couple goes there. Now there's a couple and it looks like they're about to get it on and you're kind of like, damn, isn't this where they do the voodoo to bring the zombies? The girl's laying down on the ground. Yep. And her name is Tisa Farrell, by the way. Okay. The sister of Mia Farrell. Actress Mia Farrell. Oh, wow. Hey, that's fucking... Hey, man. Now you know, peeps. Learn something new every day on this podcast. She is laying down, and you see this hand come up from the ground, and I was like, oh, shit, the dead are rising. Again, you you start hearing the uh, voodoo drums. Oh, yeah, yeah. Before this happens, you start hearing that thump, 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 thump. And... This, this scene, Adam, was just horrific because he gets a handful of her hair. Yep. And this is a fucking death grip to, like, end all death grips. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and then the other hand goes on the boyfriend's fucking ankle. Which was injured, by the way. Yeah. So you see this blood start fucking coming out from this injured ankle and this zombie death grip. And I was just like... Holy shit, man. <laughs> and this, this girl's screaming. The guy's panicking. The other couples. That's what fucking triggers that. And then you just start seeing all these dead bodies rising. Yep. And there were conquistadors that were rising up out of the ground. Okay, that, that's what I was going to ask you. Yep. And you cut back to Aretta Gay, who yeah. was the naked diver. Uh-huh. And she gets attacked by one of said zombies. Yep. And she has her jugular torn out. I counted three jugular bites in this movie, and each one of them were just as graphic as the one. This one. <laughs> Ooh, this was a nasty one. <laughs> so, and then I, I kind of laughed at this one scene at the end, and I really want to talk about it. Is uh, they get into the house, right? And this girl is screaming, and it's just like sometimes. Well, let's be honest. In the '80s, for the most part. They wrote women kind of like just screaming for help sometimes unless it was John Carpenter movie or James Cameron movie, which I love it when the fucking women are the, you know, the heroine, the heroine, man, the final girls. That's where it comes from. Exactly. You know, and, um, but this one, I was just like, oh man, this girl screams at him and she puts her hands up because if you're the zombie and I'm the girl, I put my hands up on my scream and I close my eyes. What are you going to (laughs) do? Are you going to keep on walking? Are you like... (laughs) I'm going to go for this person's jugular that put his hands up. (laughs) Exactly. But, and it's still, it's still, it's a crazy death scene that I've enjoyed. All of them. Just because it, that's what I want to see. I want to see gratuitous horror in a horror movie. I don't want to see torture porn, mind you. No, this is far from it, actually. Yeah, and like I was telling, like I was saying earlier, people, there is, the way that he does his zombies... It creeps me out how they look. It, it legit, like... They looked realistic. That was the thing about it. And it just was just like... Ugh. So I was watching, like, Gritten, and I'm just like, oh, man, it's a good movie. This is what I want from a horror movie. I want myself to have this reaction when I'm watching a horror movie. And this is why I like this one even better than Romero's movies. Okay. This one, the zombies looked a lot more believable. Yeah. They looked a lot more realistic. Yes. In Dawn of the Dead, they just looked like... They looked painted. They looked like blue things. I was about to say, was it blue or green? They were blue. Okay. Now, mind you, we still love these movies. Oh, I still love it. it. Don't get me wrong. It's just like, 
like I said, the way that this guy did his zombies made me uncomfortable. Like, yeah. a good uncomfortable. And that's exactly what he aimed for. And the death scenes are fucking second to none. Yep, above and beyond. And like like Adam was saying, too, they don't cut away. Because like most horror movies that you're going to hear us discuss, they cut away and they let your imagination run wild, which is scary. But when they fucking don't cut away and the eyeball gets fucking poked <laughs> with a splinter, yep. it, it, you can't... You try to look away. I try to look away at him. I couldn't look away. And I was just like, one eye was closed. I was just like, ah, I got to watch this. I got to watch this. And it, like I said, it's just, this is what I like. This is what I want for my horror movies. And this is exactly what I appreciate about these movies. Is these are what, these scenes are what a lot of nightmares are really made from. This is what our imaginations actually do see when we think about this kind of thing. That is 100% true. And I have such an appreciation for these because, you know, they don't, they don't pull any punches. They don't hold anything back. Yeah. and uh, They kind of beat you across the head with it. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you want that, though, man. Exactly. Um, I give it fucking five out of five chainsaws, man. Five chainsaws here. But it before we cut away, you know, there was that scene where they finally do make it back to the church. Oh, okay, yeah, sorry. I didn't mean... I wasn't trying to end the podcast. I was just... Me and Adam highly recommend this movie. So... They get back to the church. They get back to the church, and this is their final stand. Yes. They're back with the doctor. They're back with his uh, nurse and uh, the other guy who's helping them. Yes. And they're trying to ward off these zombies. And they're trying everything they can. They've got guns. they got knives. they got uh, cocktail bombs. Okay. that I have a question about that. I'm glad you brought that up. That's why you're on here reviewing this. What did you think of that defense with those cocktail bombs? Beautiful. I mean, it was perfect. Because they start chucking these motherfuckers. Boom! And they go off. And then I'm, I'm thinking, watching it now, I don't remember what I was thinking when we were, when you introduced me to it when mm-hmm. we were like 10 years old. Yeah. <laughs> but now it's just kind of like, well, wait a second. This is your last stand. You don't hold back. This yeah. Is, you give it everything you got and you get the hell out. Yeah, yeah. And it, and it works. That's exactly how it worked. I mean, it bought them time because I, I, it gave me a little bit of, like I said, this movie gave me some anxiety in, in a really good way. <laughs> just how you want a horror movie. But I was just like, what, they're going to be fucking trapped. What the <laughs> what the fuck are you guys doing? Oh, yeah. Okay. You got a plan. Yep. I'm just overreacting plan. Being, a, <laughs> being a fan here. <laughs> and they escape out the back door. And upon their escape, they run into Aretta once again. Yep. And she is covered in blood. She's now a zombie. Oh. And her boyfriend's looking at her. It's heartbreaking. He, he can't pull the trigger because that it, was the woman he loved. It's heartbreaking. And you just, you're waiting. Okay, what's he going to do? Is he going to pull the trigger? Is he going to shoot her? And he puts his gun down and she jumps on him. She bites him. Oh, it's heartbreaking. He, he becomes infected. So. I just fucking Miyagi'd that fly, people. <laughs> Actually, Danielson got the fly. That's right. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. <laughs> All right, so the next scene you see, they're back on Brian's boat, and they're trying to make for the U.S. again. Okay, I, I got some questions on this now. So, they get back to the U.S., right? Or they're almost there? No, actually, they are on the boat. They just made it off of the island of Matul. Okay. They just escaped the zombies. Okay. But you got to remember, Brian has just been infected, which was the... That, that's that's my question, because yeah. he got chomped on the arm. That's right. Now, is he going to turn? 
you could hear him down there in the cabin. And uh, when Ann comes back up, they're still talking like he didn't make it. Yep. What are we going to do? So they say, okay, we're just going to lock the door until we get back to New York. Yep. So that's what happens. After that, the end of the movie before the credits. <clears throat> that's my question. You see the zombies walking across the, uh, what is the name of the bridge? Is it the Brooklyn Bridge or some shit? Yeah, you see them walking across the whatever foot traffic path on that bridge. They're up top. They're above the cars. Exactly. And then you just see, it's not Horrors. just... I was about to say, it's not just one or two or three or four. It's it's a fucking horde of zombies. And it's an endless, endless line. And even the radio DJ is talking about invasion. And he's talking about, okay, there's a zombie in here. Oh, and everything goes to hell. Yeah. And roll the credits. So this, this movie nailed that ending. Normally I'm kind of like, eh... I kind of want a solid ending. Not all the time, people. This fucking tickled my fancy with the feather, man. Yep. And it just rolls credits, and you're like, oh. Now they let shit. you have your yeah your imagination moment where, oh, shit, what's going to happen next? Exactly. <laughs> and my imagination was just going fucking crazy. Yep. Okay, like of all the different possibilities, are these fucking zombies going to fucking drop down to these cars? Or are they just going to keep walking? Yep. What the fuck are they going to do? They completely invaded the city. And then it's like, okay, not everybody knows. Because I go ahead and just suspect when you're in a zombie... Like when I'm watching a zombie movie or The Walking Dead for the most part. When you're new to this, you don't know to shoot them in the head. Exactly. You you just don't. So, uh, endless possibilities. And I was just like, <laughs> okay, I like that ending. <laughs> I did too. I, it's a good movie. Like I said earlier, and the whole... The whole chainsaw thing is from this movie called Summer School. Yep. When they gave a review. <laughs> five chainsaws. Five chainsaws. I give this movie five chainsaws. Adam? I give it five chainsaws. Okay, so we got some time here. Um, great movie, guys. Like I said, go look up these kills. Even if you don't want to if you don't want to watch this movie, cool, man. Definitely look up some of these kills that fucking Adam was discussing because... Some of them are fucking horrific and you can't look away, which I kind of want you guys to experience. <laughs> if you like this kind of movie, this yeah. is right up your alley. Definitely look up the zombie versus the tiger shark because... Look you it can up. find that anywhere, really. Yeah, look it up, motherfucker. <laughs> so what would be... Let's go your top five. Well, yeah. Would it be easier for you to do a top five zombie? Like where this is and what's behind it in ranking? Well, obviously, this was my pinnacle of zombie movies. So this is your one, yep. zombie. After that, well, shit, it gets complicated. Okay, did you like the uh, Shot for Shot, Shot for Shot remake that uh, was Night of the Living Dead in, like, 89? That was actually 1990. Oh, 1990. And I that actually was, really uh, enjoyed that one. That was Tony Todd as the... Uh, there, the hero. The hero, yes. But I mean, Tom Savini did that movie. Yes, he did. Okay. I like that one. And I normally, love that one. Normally, I'm not a fan of remakes, but hey, man, it that was... That one, they really knocked it out of the park. It was... It's a... Watch that movie, too, people. I like that. It's okay. So, these aren't going to be in order. I guess these are just some of Adam's favorites, zombies, that he's going to recommend. Okay. Well, 
House by the Cemetery was another really good one, done by the same director. Yeah. Also very violent, very gory. Yes. This one kind of centers around a old Victorian mansion, and that one mainly is about Dr. Freudstein, which is a guy who was keeping his body going by using the cells of other people. Oof. So... And he does it in really super gruesome ways. Oh, okay. So, very violent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I can't stress that enough. It's very violent. <laughs> it's very gory. <laughs> well, uh, did you like any of the goofier zombie ones, like Return of the Living Dead? Loved all of those. Okay. All five of them. Now, there's. I remember asking you if this was a zombie movie, uh, Night of the Creeps. Cause those... I do love Night of the Creeps. Yes, I do consider that a zombie okay. movie. Okay. Now... What stuck about real quick on this movie was um, I was with Adam and we were at Varsity Services and there was this poster and me and Adam had seen it because either he had the Fangoria and showed me or vice versa, but it's this poster, it's kind of bluish, yep. and it's this guy in a tux. Yep. All zombied out. All zombied out and he's looking through a window, right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what did it say? The good news is your date is here? Yeah. Bad news is he's dead. Yep. <laughs> and I laughed so hard at this, and Adam was laughing at the at that too, but he's also laughing at how hard I was laughing. So that made me laugh anymore. So we're just these two fucking punk kids looking at and then it was just like, is this movie available to rent? <laughs> and it was. And we saw it and we never stopped laughing. Yeah. The, the guy on the crutches was my favorite character in the movie. <laughs> was awesome. <laughs> and the reason why I asked you if you considered a zombie movie, because I did, but technically it's, what is it, alien slugs or some shit like that? Yeah, but you think about it, they were inhabiting the dead bodies. Exactly. Sorry, I can't identify. But um, it, it's just a fun movie, man. What else do you got? Well, there was the, uh, what were we just talking about earlier? The uh, Fast Zombies. Oh, Return of the Living Dead? No, the Fast ones. Uh, oh, oh, um... 28 Days Later. 28 Days Later. Those were both good. Uh, now, they called them, quote-unquote, infected, which, fuck you guys, it's a zombie movie. <laughs> that was a really strange step in a new direction with the zombie movies yeah. because nobody had ever seen zombies actually run before that. Like, we're talking... Full-on sprinting. Full-on sprinting, so... These zombies are dead. They don't know to get tired. They're yes. just gonna. They're just gonna keep running. So, now that came on 03, right? Mm-hmm. 28, 28 days later. Was that 03 or 04? I think it was 03. Okay, because then that led to Running Zombies in the remake that me and you watched of Dawn of the Dead. That one was okay. It wasn't anywhere near as good as the remake of Night of the Living Dead. Nope, nope. But we enjoyed it. And that was we, fun to watch. <laughs> we there watched were some really shitty characters in that movie. Me and you watched that. Now, I came to your house at 8 in the morning, and <laughs> and you cooked us pancakes and eggs. Yep. And we had some, it wasn't alcoholic drinks, but we had drinks. And then I was like, what are we watching? You're like, hey, bro, I got the remake of Dawn of the Dead, man. I was like, fuck yes, let's watch it. So we're watching this shit at 8 in the morning, by the way. <laughs> Just a couple fucking people that, hey, man, we're still young at heart, man. We still... We still love... Um... Movies of all kinds. Yeah, we still get giddy when we watch these movies. Like, I'll come over and roll where you watch them, and then 
obviously I like to talk and Adam likes to talk. So we're going back and forth and I'm bouncing things off of him. Like, oh, is it this? Is it that? <laughs> you know, oh shit, hold on. This kill's coming up. <laughs> well, it's one of my favorite movies. I get all nerdy about it. Yeah. But what that led to was that uh, not long after, I didn't, I think I saw one preview for it. And I was like, oh, that looks cool. Well, Adam calls me up and he's like, bro, you got to come over, man. You got to, you got to watch this movie with me. Just come over here and I'll push play. I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> You're that excited about a movie. I'm in. I go to your, I go to your trailer, and you push play, and it's Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, that movie was <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> We're gonna review that movie uh, probably in October. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> and hey, man, if if what Adam just gave a rundown on zombie. If that doesn't tickle your fancy, watch Shaun of the Dead. You'll definitely, you'll definitely, I mean, that movie hits everything, man. Yeah, if you like the extreme, Zombie is awesome. Yes. If, if you like the comedic version of uh, <laughs> of the zombie factor, then Shaun of the Dead is perfect. <laughs> yeah, because you're going to laugh. And there's a couple heavy moments in there that'll get you, but... <laughs> More often than not, you're just going to be rolling laughing. Yeah. Is there anything else? Any other recommend? Any other? What, uh, what else see. is in your zombie top five or ten? Zombie movies? top five. Uh, the Gates of Hell. Okay. Another Fulci movie. Yep. That one actually was titled City of the Living Dead, but it was also known as The Gates of Hell. Okay. And this is probably one of his most violent ever. Ooh. One of the gorgeous. No, okay. Even more so than zombie. Oh, okay. So... Um, but you, you won't get any uh, zombie shark things. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm fucking out there. <laughs> um, so there's a pretty good recommendation list, and there's a pretty damn good just top five-ish yeah. list from Adam, and there's going to be, uh, going forward, there's going to be more, not just straight horror movie reviews. We're going to do comedies. We're going to review movies from our childhood revisit those we're gonna review movies that we go to the theater <laughs> exactly and um or we're gonna fucking talk about video games man we're gonna have a discussion about going to the arc a more in-depth discussion of going to arcades as a child <laughs> yep. coming over here mcbrides mcbrides <laughs> mcbrides and the arcade at um the one at minimart no 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 but that one was fun too. Even oh, though you're talking about the one at Harbor Lights. Harbor Lights, <laughs> Harbor Lights, man. Yeah, so that was a lot of fun. Man. So, and then we'll be discussing. Eh, we'll be on here. Um, Adam's a huge Cowboys fan, so we're gonna get him and Jared on here and discuss how that season goes. Hopefully, on the up and up for you guys. Well, let's hope. <laughs> and um, and uh, hit me up on Facebook. I'm gonna be creating a Facebook page for the podcast. So keep an eye out for that. My beautiful daughter, Maya, is actually going to be making me cover art for this. So Badass, man. Yeah, and going forward, my bro, Will, he is going to help me. I'm going to be creating t-shirts for the podcast and selling those. Now, they're going to be, um, they're not going to be overpriced. to be between 15, 20 bucks, depending on size. Yeah, awesome. And uh, so... Going forward, like I said, Adam's going to be on this podcast a lot. You guys just have to deal with it. He's fucking, he's my brother, man. <laughs> but uh, thank you for coming on and thank you for recommending to do this movie. Because like I said, I haven't watched it since the 80s when we were like 10 years old. So that was 87. <laughs> for me, 
I geek out on it all the time. I watch it probably once a week. Yeah, so hey, that's good, man. And uh, <laughs> once again, on my end, five out of five chainsaws. Five out of five here. All right, man. This has been uh, Swatting Flies and Telling Lies. Awesome. Later. <laughs>